professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Arker Mellinger, 6720785. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is a value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. While renovation understands that all situations are different, and they want you to know that they're judgment-free. No matter the state of your home, if you're looking to get out from under it or just want to walk away due to the amount of work that it needs, Wild Renovation is here to help. They'll look at any home, no matter the condition, and make you an offer. Get money for your home without involving a realtor. Learn more at wildrenovation.com or find them on Facebook. Wyoming Corporate Office is located at 30 North Gould Street in Sheridan, and they provide a myriad of services. What is a registered agent, you may ask? The real question is, what aren't they? Wyoming Corporate Office can assist you in forming your LLC or Wyoming-based corporation, provide mail forwarding service, and accept legal and financial documents, and so much more. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, uh, the road's on the way over here. Of course, we're beautiful and clear. I do not know if I'm going to be able to say the same tomorrow morning. So uh, this show may have to be done once again from the Whiting's Kitchen. Uh, But as always, the show will go on. If you're out there right now and you're in a spot where you know you're going to get some snow, now is a great time to prepare. I guess it's supposed to start sometime around noon. So you've got a little bit of time. This morning... I am joined by the volunteer coordinator for the Hub on Smith, Marcy Morrow. Good morning, Marcy. How are you? Good morning. Really good. Thank you. Uh, Now, this is the first time I've had you on the show. 
Radio is always fun. <laughs> it's just a conversation that we're having together. How are things going down at the hub this endless winter season? It has been quite the winter, <laughs> really definitely. Has. Uh, but it's been going really well. Our volunteers are showing up and doing their jobs and really making things happen. You know, when it comes to that the the food delivery service, have they had a rough time? I mean, have you just heard some horror stories of being out there trying to get food to our seniors? We have had some challenges on specifically slipping on the ice. Um, but our volunteers are so dedicated. They're out there making it happen. You know, and it's it's great to hear the dedication behind them because you know, it's it's those moments when no one can get around that we need them to get around more than ever. Uh, so they're braving the storm. They're braving these roads, heading out there and delivering around how many meals a day? Uh, just uh, even an approximation. What? The- well, it's about 428 meals a week wow. um, and over 1,700 a month. Wow, 1,700 meals delivered a month out of the hub. All by volunteers. That is amazing. Now, now let's let's go back uh, to you. Where are you originally from? I'm actually from Bighorn. Oh, really? Yes. You're a local girl. <laughs> yes, I am. I um, left here in 1980 um, to be a paramedic. Oh, wow. And uh, I spent 40 years out in California proving that <laughs> I could do it. And I'm back home now. A paramedic out in California, there's probably not a lot you haven't seen. This is true, and I don't want to see what I haven't seen. Yeah, No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, but uh, you just decided to come home, or you were like, you know what? I proved it to the world. I proved it to myself. Time to head back to the house and see what else I can do. I did 40 years and um, wanted to come home and spend the rest of my life here and look at the big horns and enjoy... The wildlife. <laughs> and the weather, right? <laughs> you know what? I'm not really having a bad time with the weather. I'm not crazy about shoveling, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it ain't I'm getting so bad, good. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get well-practiced at that around here. It's Absolutely. It's a great workout. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we talk about a volunteer coordinator, what exactly are your duties on a day-to-day basis down there at the Hub? Well, uh, primarily is putting volunteers in the right place. Um, We have um, so many different opportunities for volunteers. Whatever your talent, whatever your skill, we will find a place to make it work. If you're new to working, we have a lot of younger volunteers, high school students, college students that are, you know. Trying to find. Community service credit. Yeah. But they're also learning some job skills. Absolutely. And something to put on a resume. Absolutely. Volunteer work is huge on, on all kinds of different applications and resumes, grant applications for school, uh, school loans, all that kind of stuff. It pays off huge to have that just kind of show that you're involved in your community, uh, which is huge in this day and age uh, and very, very much needed. Now, how did you come to work at the Hub? So you, you did the the paramedic work, 40 years, came home, and did you just kind of fall into it, or did you seek it out? Well, actually, um, the opportunity presented, but it's something that um, I've always been in service. 
Um, and I learned that in Bighorn. And coming to the hub, I get an opportunity to give back to the people that raised me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty cool. Now, you said you kind of learned it in Bighorn. Do you remember when that lesson really hit you, like that service lesson? And there's a lot of individuals out there who learn it young, Yeah, you know, whether it be like seeing someone in uniform when they're young and they're like, that's what I want to do. or and, and obviously, you know, with the career that you had in California, selfless service is nothing new to you. Uh, do you remember your first lesson in that? Well, I think I was kind of just raised in it. Yeah. Um, we owned the service station in Bighorn, and I was pumping gas and tending the store at a very young age, and we just were always involved in philanthropic organizations. We would clean up the roads, um, just doing all kinds of things to help out around the community. And it was just what we did. Yeah. Part of a community. Yes. I mean, you probably didn't even think, oh, we're volunteering. This is just what we do. <laughs> exactly. I never heard the word till I got older. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a town like Bighorn, something like the service station. I mean, that's a hub. <laughs> yes. Uh, we were the, uh, you know, the place to stop. <laughs> yeah. That's where you stop and uh, get your morning news as everyone's fueling up, either heading to work or heading out to the field. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, especially in smaller communities like that, it's so vital that we all kind of have a place like that, don't we? Uh, most small communities, some have like town centers. Uh, other places have gas stations, coffee shops, <laughs> you know, where all the farmers gathered. I can remember in Afton, hours sitting at the coffee shop with my father, uh, just basically kind of learning how the world worked, <laughs> you know, solving the world's problems. Exactly. Now, when it comes to working at the hub and and being in this position, what is it that you enjoy the most about it on a day-to-day basis? Well, honestly, I move to tears almost every day at just the kind hearts, the people that want to give back. Yeah. I got a phone call from an 81-year-old lady who um, is at home, and she receives home-delivered meals, but she asked if she could be the person to make a phone call to someone else that's shut in so that she can help them feel less lonely while making herself feel less lonely. Yeah. Wow. And that's the kind of stuff that really touches me. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, I totally understand. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's, I got time and and someone's given to me, so I'm going to pass it forward. In a way. You see that a lot down there, don't you? Yes, we do. Um, it's awesome, too. We have um, a wide range of ages uh, providing service at the hub from 13 to 99. Wow. So um, there is no age limit to volunteering, and there is something we can find for anybody to do. Absolutely. Uh, and I like how you do that. You know, it's not I'm going to show up. You give me a task, go complete your task. It's, what are you good at? What what can we build on using your talents? Uh, you know, you guys give like a lot of classes down there. Oh, and- yes, we do. We have all kinds of fun stuff uh, from culinary arts uh, to 
painting to um, outdoor hikes and excursions, we have a bowling group, <coughs> um, billiards, um, fitness, yoga, all kinds of stuff. And most of that is all supported by? It's all volunteers. Volunteers. And somebody with this talent comes in and I can teach a class on painting or someone plays piano and comes in at noon and plays for all of us during our lunch hour. It's lovely. You know, and it's it's unique that the hub takes advantage of its own community that way. Uh, you know, essentially making it the hub of the community. But, uh, you know, I've, I've spoken with other representatives from the hub before, and we're really trying to uh, turn it around, and not just a senior center. This is a community center. This is for everybody. And so it's great to hear that our volunteers range in age, you know, and, and, and you know kind of that the senior section of those volunteers is going to be there, but it's great to hear about the younger kids that are going in there. And and doing stuff like that. Now, if someone out there is listening and they're like, you know, my kid's pretty good at bagpipe playing. Can they just come in and, and say, hey, I, I would like to play this instrument during a lunch hour or something like that? Well, we would definitely want to try to schedule that. And um, <laughs> I'm sure any talent would be welcomed, even bagpipes. Even the bagpipes, right? <laughs> Now, uh, if if you were going to sit down and really tell me what the, the greatest challenges of uh, being a volunteer uh, coordinator are at the hub in this community, what what do you face the most? Well, this winter has been brutal, oh, as yeah. you know. And um, we teamed up with the city of Sheridan Public Works, and we've created a snow patrol. We've had quite a few people sign up for it. But, of course, you know, that's all dependent on their availability and um, being able to get out there themselves uh, to do the work. And there are about 70 people in the city that need help to shovel. And the city vetted all these folks to make sure that they didn't have any other means to get their places shoveled out. And our snow patrol has been going out and shoveling as often as they possibly can, but we're always looking for volunteers to help out in that department. Yo, I, I bet. Now, 70 individuals within the city. How many people do you have on your snow patrol right now? I have 22. And they can, God, I can't, I, I'm just not very good at the math on that. Um, <laughs> how about how long does it take to get through everybody's uh, home? Well, it all depends. Some have big driveways, some have, you know, difficult areas to get to. And depending on how much snow has drifted in, you know, it just depends. But, um, you know, the Sheridan Hawks, uh, the Junior Hawks team have been out there hitting the road, and we've had quite a few other uh, volunteers that have shown up on upcycle looking for something to do and i've signed them up and they're out there making it happen oh that's fantastic now but like you said you could always use more always all right when we come back we're going to talk about just how you can do that more with volunteer coordinator for the hub on smith marcy morrow after this stay with us this is public pulse on 930 kroe at 103.9 fm share 
Farmers Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Shared Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. Face it, you don't want to do your own plumbing and heating work or repair. You need a professional, and that is exactly what you will get if you work with RAP Plumbing and Heating. Being fully licensed, bonded, and insured, you can rest assured that they will take care of your repairs and maintenance in the very best way possible. Call Wrap Plumbing and Heating at 429-1196 and rest easy knowing it'll be done right. This is Dan Rapp with Wrap Plumbing and Heating. And as we like to say, if you find a leak, let me take a peek. Rackleton's fine food and spirits for dinner tonight. How about Andy's chilled pasta salad with shells, lemon basil aioli, oven dried tomatoes, and breaded chicken? Or the Frack Burger, a six-ounce hand-patted beef with avocado spread, bacon, butter, lettuce, Thousand Island, and brioche bun. Or try our tenderloin filet, bacon, onion, gorgonzola sauce, sweet potato pavé, spinach chiffon day. Be sure to ask your server about Frackleton's wine pairings for your selection. Let's get those paint brushes rolling. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our True Value Paint Department has so much to offer when it comes to painting. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value Paint Department can help you get started. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all of the accessories you need to get those brushes rolling. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company opens seven days a week at 303 Broadway. So what's wrong, Fido? Did Timmy fall down the well again? What? You mean you don't want this dog food? You want a different dog food? Okay, so you want Northwest Naturals raw diets for dogs, sold locally only at the Health Nut? Wait, wait, you want some A-plus Answers raw goat milk formula with raw honey and organic cinnamon? And they have Northwest Naturals for cats, too? You guys stay right here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Hi, this is Christy Kingron with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 343 North Main Street, an updated restaurant building with kitchen on the main street of Buffalo, Wyoming. High visibility with inside and outside dining, covered patio for summertime dining, and a large detached garage with two standard garage doors area for storage. The commercial kitchen is with the building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, we're speaking with the volunteer coordinator for the Hub on Smith, Marcy Morrow. Now, uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about Snow Patrol. And uh, she's always going to need individuals, especially with this big storm coming up. You got a shovel. You got a little bit of time. Well... You can volunteer both with the Hub on Smith to head out there and help clear someone's walkway, driveway, and help one of our senior citizens get around a little bit better. Now, as for other volunteer opportunities at the Hub, Marcy, what's available right now? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Get out the list, right? I have a list. 
Um, we have home delivered meals, of course, and we're always looking for people to do that. Um, sometimes people get snowed in <laughs> and can't deliver meals. So a substitute roster is always nice. We have senior companions that uh, take people to the hair salon or uh, go make a jigsaw puzzle with them. Family caregiver support. It's a group that people that are taking care of loved ones have an opportunity to get with other people and share some of the challenges and support each other. It's amazing the relief and the breath of fresh air that can be when you're taking care of your your mom, your dad. You feel like you're the only one in the world going through this stuff and just being able to talk to someone about your experiences can mean a lot. Absolutely. We have a dementia-friendly Wyoming, which is also an opportunity generally by people who have taken care of loved ones with dementia are now helping others um, because of that experience. We have uh, handyman services, always looking for people to do that kind of stuff. Um, Tech support is huge. You know, somebody to set up a printer or explain an iPhone. Um, (laughs) Hey, um, it's needed. I could use it too. (laughs) Uh, We have our uh, cafe uh, where we have the uh, congregate meals uh, in the cafeteria for all of the people that can come in. And I'm going to tell you, the meals are darn good. Oh, yeah. And if you volunteer as a meal delivery or um, work in the dining room, you also can have a little lunch. So that's always wonderful. Uh, We have the loan closet, which is um, we actually loan out durable medical equipment from shower chairs to crutches, walkers, all kinds of stuff, even hospital beds. But we need someone to help get them, clean them, return them, inventory. So those are always... um, a great place uh, for a volunteer that's younger and, you know, more a little agile. more spry. Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, I think that would be very important. I mean, this stuff does come in and we thank everybody who brings it in. But a lot of times it needs just a little bit of TLC before it's put up on the shelf. Yes. Um, we have a friendly caller program. Like I said, um, someone that can call and talk with another uh, senior that's not able to get that contact. Um, the dining room uh, always needs people to help serve, to help clean tables, to uh, prepare the silverware. So um, bus a table. I yes. mean, yeah, and help someone that can't carry their plate or whatever um, as easily as others. Um, We have special events all the time, uh, music and programs. Um, We have our outdoor activities. We have um, the art stuff. Um, Urban Thrift, our thrift store. Um, we, We receive all kinds of donated items. They need to be sorted, folded, put on hangers, put in display, um, moved around as seasons change. Um, Especially a lot of those bigger items. Yes. I mean, there's some bigger items down there. 
Yes, and it's a great uh, way to um, get rid of your old stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and help us support the hub. Um, we have tax service um, that's actually going on now from AARP. We have newsletters. We have um, the Young at Heart Theater Group. If you uh, have an acting urge, uh, you can definitely get involved there. Likewise, we have a singing group, the Hubcaps, oh. <laughs> and they are fabulous. Um, all the crafts and hobbies that you can possibly think of, and then some, um, and the entertainment. And uh, for the kids in high school and college that need that community service credit, we can find something um, to help meet that need. And we try to make it fun and, you know, we want you to come back. Yeah. So um, whatever you think you'd like to do, we can probably find a way to make that happen. I mean, it's one of those things where in the past there were volunteer opportunities Kids from colleges would jump on that. But usually it's one of those things where you were like, well, almost like an intern, right? You got all the work nobody else wanted to do. I think it's fantastic that the hub takes a different approach to that because they're going to walk away with a sense of fulfillment, a sense of accomplishment, and it's going to encourage volunteer time in the future. You know, I had a great experience at the hub which makes me want to volunteer my time more in other places and see if it's the same or, or if I can build on my strengths with someone else somewhere. And I think that's a great opportunity for those kids to jump on. Um, you know, like you said, find your strength, build on that, and have a great time. Now, April is uh, Volunteer Appreciation Month. Are you planning on uh, doing anything for your people down there? or? Absolutely. We are planning to have treats uh, throughout the month, of course. And uh, Volunteer Week is April 16th through the 22nd. Volunteer Day is April 20th. And um, we're going to have a volunteer appreciation breakfast, present some certificates of appreciation for uh, special things uh, that have occurred over the year. Um, each department is going to identify their, uh, most active volunteer, um, and they will receive appreciation as well. And, um, I hope to get an opportunity to meet every volunteer that we have at the hub. Wow. That's a lot of people. It sure is. (laughs) We have almost 400 volunteers. That is amazing. 400 volunteers and still looking for more. Always. People can give anywhere from an hour to four, eight hours, whatever. Um, There is no time limit for that. And so someone doing an hour, there may still be an hour's work that needs to be done. And, you know, having two volunteers that way, it's not too too intensive for time. And um, people can come down and do this during their lunch hour. And many hands make light work, right? Amen. <laughs> it really it really does apply. Now, uh, so, it, it, like, 
the duties I would have if I came down with no prior experience all kind of depend on what my strengths are. If I go down there, you know, a lot of kids, uh, especially teens, kids in college, they don't know what their strengths are yet. Maybe they're building on different stuff. I think this would present a great opportunity to see what would I like to do. So can is it okay if I kind of jump from duty to duty? Oh, absolutely. Um, all you got to do is uh, talk to us and let us know uh, if you'd like to do something else. Um, we can always use help. And sometimes it's just sitting at a table talking with some seniors and, um, you know, making their day a little brighter. You know, Marcy, that's probably one of the most important volunteer duties down there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just sitting there getting to know somebody. You know, maybe course of an hour, and all of a sudden they will remember that for the rest of their lives. And I think that's really, really vital. Now, if uh, I wanted to do any of this, how do I contact you? You can find an application on the website, which is thehubsheridan.org, or you can call 307-672-2240, extension 134. And that's me. You can get me anytime. If you'd like to stop by the hub, you can pick up an application at the front desk. Fantastic. Marcy, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us. Thank you. Always appreciate seeing the hub down here. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Volunteers of America. After this, stay with us. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. We're getting ready to tee it up. The grass is greening up, and things are happening at Kendrick Golf Course. Kendrick looks to be in great shape, and the clubhouse is prepped and ready for use. While there are a lot of new things happening, rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Golf Course Sheridan's best golf value. Whether you're an avid golfer or someone just picking up the game, Kendrick is a perfect place for you. Play this season at Kendrick Golf Course. Your locally owned McDonald's is looking for a general manager, owner Larry Storrow. Bob, as general manager, you'll be responsible for helping lead as well as hire and develop all employees. You will work with the management team to set goals and create a plan to achieve these goals. A background in quick service restaurants is strongly desired or experience in hospitality or retail. You will help guide the entire operation for success. Apply for this general manager position online at McHire.com. That's McHire.com. 
You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Oh, did you inherit a home that you don't want? Maybe it's run down or in the part of town that you don't like. And dealing with getting it cleaned up and listed is one more thing that you don't need on the plate. Wire Renovation is here to help. No matter the condition or the location, Wire Renovation will take a look and make you a cash offer with minimal bank involvement. WireRenovation.com. Bringing the properties back to life. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Last year, the Volunteers of America Homeless Services assisted 523 individuals representing 443 households. In total, more than 15,500 individuals across Wyoming, Montana, and western South Dakota received life-changing assistance through VOA programs. For the second part of the show this morning, I am joined by Volunteers of America Development Director, Michelle Keller. Good morning, Michelle, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. And, uh, you know, how, how have things been going down at the VOA this winter? Because it's been a rough one. It's been a really tough winter, and I think everybody's feeling the effects of that. So um, I think, you know, when we start hitting weather, we start seeing um, increased need and increased people reaching out for help. Um, and that's what we're there for. So I think, you know, there's it's a pleasure for us to be able to be there to serve. But um, I think that the weather can definitely make things harder times for people, especially struggling with housing. Absolutely. Uh, now, we're going to get into uh, quite a bit about the housing, but uh, VOA has really been expanding over the last few years, hasn't it? It really has. Yes. Yeah, so we've had the opportunity over the last couple of years to um, have a couple of mergers happen. So um, we merged with Peak Wellness Center and they are in Cheyenne and Laramie, um, Wheatland and Torrington. And so we were able to merge with them and it's really helped us increase our impact in the way we do holistic care in our continuum of care, um, bringing in that outpatient mental health piece. Mm-hmm. Um so that was a really uh, that was a big merger, and um, it's really changed a lot about the way we do. And then last year we were able to merge with Northern Wyoming Mental Health Center, so they've also come under the VOA banner now. And um, again, it's just really helping us um, put a lot of the pieces together for the continuum of care now up in this corner of the state. So it's been a really exciting time for us. We've grown we've we're offering more services we have more staff and you know it's really increasing our footprint of where we're offering our services now for a lot of individuals they may have seen your logo around they may Mm -hmm. have even seen the voa is here or voa does this but then all of a sudden they really get interested when well they're merging with all these mental health you know facilities what's going on and and so it's it's essentially just like a build-up of the services that were already being offered, right? Well, you know, VOA has traditionally offered our um, addiction treatment services on our campus in Sheridan. And so that 
we do that all around the state now. Um, and so that outpatient mental health is really comes along and complements what is our, what has been being done there over time. So now we have, um, you know, as people move out of our residential services, they can we can transition them to outpatient services and get them connected there um, where they can continue to receive help as they continue to just get back into the community and stabilize their lives. And when it comes to those mental health facilities and those services that are being offered, you don't have to be involved in a program to take advantage of that, do you? No, I, you can just give us a call and um, they can get you to the right person and they, you can go through the intake process, but it is open it is open to anyone. Anybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're having a really rough time uh, and, and let's say that, you, you know, you're, you're just kind of throwing your hands up in the air because I can't afford mental health mm-hmm. services. I can't mm-hmm. do this. And, and so many people have to kind of sideline, you know, something dramatic or horrible, but they don't have to do that. You guys have mm-hmm. like a pay scale, correct? Yes. Yeah, so there's a, um, there's a lot of different opportunities um, to get everybody the services that they need. So um, they, if they just give us a call, we can get them in through the intake process and that will, they will work through that with every client. And I think one of the great things that I love about all the programs that VOA does is we really have, there's always, um, it's more than just speaking to the one thing we do. They do case management. They're, they're helping you in all the areas of your life to put things together. So um, I think if, if somebody is in that position and they give us a call, um, they can get them through the process and get them plugged into where, um, what will help them. Which I think is fantastic because there are, you know, I've been there. I've been lower than low, Mm. you know, and if it wasn't for the VA, because I could take advantage of that because Mm -hmm. of my past, I could take advantage of that. And if it wasn't for the VA, I don't know where I'd be today. You know, having that ability to reach out to somebody and and just talk and and kind of get your poop in a group, you know, <laughs> uh, hit the reset button mm-hmm. and go on and do better things. And I think that's an excellent opportunity for civilians to take advantage of that with the VOA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're doing the same thing. Let's let's hit the reset button. All is not lost. We can do this together. And I think that's an amazing service that a lot of people don't really know that you guys offer. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, you know, we've seen over these last few years with um, COVID and isolation, it's just been a really hard time for so many people. And um, so I I think that we're just seeing that need more and more um, now for everybody. And I think it's also been exciting to see that um, it's becoming a more common thing. And I think some of the stigma of that is is maybe not as strong as it has been in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps, mm-hmm. don't bother asking for help thing. I, I was very happy to see that kind of get thrown out the window. Good. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to ask for help. That's why we're all here. We're all in this together. And the, the the better you do, the better I do. So if we go together as a team, the better we all do. Absolutely. Now, how long have you been down at the VOA? Well, I have been at Volunteers of America for about a year and a half, almost two years. So I came there and I started working in the grant department and now I'm still in the same team, but I'm now the development director. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. What really inspired you to, to seek this position? Well, it's a, that's a funny question because I really, I did sales and marketing for a long time and I loved it. Um, but I really just had this feeling like I wanted to do more than just produce numbers. Yeah. So this, you know, just the, the mission of VOA really attracted me and their culture because I, I just wanted to be a part of something where we were impacting people and helping people. So, and that's really what brought me there. And it's been really exciting to be able to be a part of everything that they're doing. Oh, it's such dramatic growth and change in the, in the past few years. I mean, this company, almost said company, but (laughs) this organization is really going forward Mm -hmm. and, and putting their money where their mouth is. Yeah. And I mean, they really, you know, client care is their top priority. Um, they really, it's just amazing when you meet people at all levels of the organization. Um, they are committed to making sure that we take care of our clients and the people around us. And they're also a really excellent employer. It's a, yeah. it's a really great place to work. So um, it's really, it's, it's exciting to be able to be part of something like that. Absolutely. And and the fact that they're fun to work for, too. I mean, that's the the cherry on top mm, yeah. of all of it, right? It's that sense of fulfillment that we were even talking about in the first half. You know, you go home from your work day knowing that you didn't just do work, you did good work. Mm-hmm. And and that really means something. So speaking of good work, tell us about the Empty Bowl. Well, Empty Bowl is a Volunteers of America tradition. And so we're really excited to have it coming back. We did it last year. We had, of course, taken a couple of years off during COVID. Um, so it's April 13th at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds. It's from 5 to 6.30. And so really... Empty Bowl is such a, it's a, raises critical funds for us for our homeless outreach and services in Sheridan, which we'll talk about. Um, it's also a really important time for us to have face time with the community um, to raise awareness for the services that we provide and the things that we're doing. And, you know, we all know that Sheridan is a special place to live. And I think we wake up every day and think, huh. I get to live here and work here. It's amazing. And so just being able to be out and shared and talking to so many community members and business owners is such a encouragement to me. And it, it's really fun to just hear what everybody's doing. And I think that's also a big part of, empty bowl for us is just that community FaceTime. And Sheridan is amazing. They come out, they really come out for us on this event. Um, the sponsorships have been great. So we're just really so thankful to be able to do this in Sheridan and, um, you know, raise funds, but also really celebrate what's going on and what we're doing in our community. Now, if someone, uh, not an organization, but just a layman, out there listening on the radio, they're like, you know what, I want to be part of this. What do they need to do? Well, they can definitely give us a call. Um, there's a lot of opportunities still to be involved. It's coming up fast. Um, but yes, there's definitely a lot of opportunities for people that want to get involved as individuals. So they can just give us a call at VOA. It's 672-0475. <laughs> I think that's our number. <laughs> <laughs> I'll and get it up online. That's no worries. <laughs> and we would love to we would love to talk with you i mean that's really the beauty of this event is just bringing so many people together and meeting new people that want to get involved so we would love to have any type of engagement that people want to be involved in now when it comes to the name and the bulls themselves mm-hmm. uh, what does all of that represent what so is that? empty bowl is really the idea of filling the bowl of your neighbors in need so like if your neighbor um needs help we're we're filling their bowl. So um, it's supposed to kind of reflect a soup kitchen. So you come and there's a lot of different kinds of soups that are donated from restaurants and organizations around the area. And we have so we have such a great lineup of soups. If you love soup, this is going to be the place for you. Um, and 
so you come and you eat the soup and it's a little bit celebratory, you know, that night. And we also have bowls that are donated to us by the schools in the area. Oh, so we've got some bowls from Sheridan High School and um, Bighorn High School and Sheridan College. So you come, you get to, you can pick a bowl if you'd like. We don't serve out of the bowls anymore since COVID. Yeah. But you can pick one up and take it home. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what it signifies is just um, helping our neighbors in need and being there to support everybody around us. And and these bowls that have been donated, mm-hmm. is there going to be like a bit of an auction, a silent auction? It, we, we haven't done an auction with them, and it's something that's been brought up a lot of time. So it's something that we might think about in the future, but mostly it's first come, first serve, and they're at, we have a table with them, and we do take donations for them if you wanted to yeah. make a donation. And I'm telling you, some of the ones that we've gotten from some of the high schools are amazing. I'm just probably just beautiful, uh-huh. right? Yes. They uh, really a lot of talent in those schools. And uh, to be able to take that and uh, pass that uh, around your own table would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and maybe a little memento and memory of you know, the work that's being done and people that are out there that do need our help. Absolutely symbolic, the empty bowl. I mm-hmm. really like that. I love I love the whole concept of it. Now, uh, let's talk about homelessness here in Sheridan. A lot of people look around and they may wonder. Uh, uh, oh, I've got to take a quick commercial break, folks. I apologize. Uh, we'll be right back to Public Pulse on 930 First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Shared Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of springs. There's the kind that you wind up tighter than two coats of paint. There's the ones you pull apart and they spring back, and there's the kind you push together and they bounce back. And there's the kind of spring that has time to get your 4 before side-by-side tuned up for the year. Just call Handos and Joe will spring into action. Heck, he'll even come and get it. Tune it up, fix it up, even rev it up. 4 before spring tune-ups at Handos Service Center on Sheridan's Heartland Drive. Are you a professional in the mechanical trades? Powder River Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned company, is currently hiring sheet metal journeymen and apprentices. Benefits include year-round employment with great pay based on experience and performance. Health insurance, life insurance, a 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and travel time. Ready for a change? Apply online at powderriverheating.com or call 674-4822. Powder River Heating and Air Conditioning is an equal opportunity employer. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. Uh, on the line, we have got Chief of the Sheridan Police Department, Travis Coltiska. Good morning, sir. You had an announcement? Yeah, I did. And I apologize for hijacking your program this morning, but it's something I felt it was necessary to get out to the public as soon as possible. Um, this morning at 8.54 a.m., Sheridan High, our dispatch received a uh, report of an active shooter at Sheridan High School. Um, Officers responded accordingly, um, went into full lockdown at the school, and conducted a thorough sweep of the school without locating any threat. We uh, did some investigation across the state. We found out that a very similar call, almost as if it was a scripted call from a a caller with a heavy accent, um, made almost the um, 
exact same threats at, count, at high schools in Sweetwater County, Crook County, Johnson County, Campbell County, Laramie County, and Lincoln County. Just Those are just the ones that we're aware of at this time. So I just wanted to let the community know um, we took every precaution necessary in combination with School District 2, um, and um, there's no credible threat at this time. It's um, believed to be a hoax, and uh, it's a statewide thing. This happened in the state of Utah and in Idaho in weeks previous to this. So that it appears that there's a pattern here, correct, sir? There is. It, 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 from uh, conversations with my colleagues across the state, the message was almost identical, um, with minor variation. It was from a live individual, but um, uh, it was almost as if the individual was reading from a script, the only difference being the, um, the high school and the location, differing with, with each county. Chief, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Uh, please n- n- never be shy about interrupting the show <laughs> for something like this. It's absolutely vital, and I greatly appreciate you, sir. Well, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, my guest this morning from the Volunteers of America is Development Director Michelle Keller. Uh, we were talking about the Empty Bowl, an event that's coming up. Um, Michelle, just one more time, go ahead and tell folks when that event is going to be and how they can participate. Okay, well, it is Thursday, April 13th from 5 to 6.30 at the Sheridan County Fairgrounds in the Exhibit Hall. Um, so it's a really family-friendly event. There's live music. There's children games. You don't have to come and listen to a speech. Um, so just come on down and enjoy some soup and some conversation, and we would love to meet you. And if you would like to be involved beyond attending that night, give us a call at VOA. I would love to um, visit with anybody that wants to get connected. We would, um, I mean, this is a community thing. So the more people we get involved and partner with, the better it is for everyone. And now before we had to take a break, we were getting ready to discuss, we don't have a lot of time left, but uh, we were getting ready to discuss homelessness here in Sheridan. This is a group of individuals who were coming together, the VOA. They're helping homelessness here in Sheridan. Someone might say, well, I don't see a whole lot. Michelle, is it a problem here? So I think that um, it's not a visible problem in Sheridan, what we hear people talk about. But um, as far on the veteran services front, it's always going to be um, here because of the RVA hospital yeah. and because we have a really welcoming community. People want to come here. So we get veterans coming here getting services at the VA. So definitely on the veteran services front, there is always going to be a need. Um, and then I think with um other people dealing with homelessness, we have homeless services that we've moved up to our Fifth Street office. Um, so that's where it's located now. And that is focuses on rapid rehousing, emergency shelter and homeless prevention. So it's a little bit different model, um, but it's really, um, you know, some people just get a little bit behind and they just need a little help, maybe back paying utilities or some rent so they don't get evicted. And these are some services where we can help them with that and where they could stay housed where they are, where they are, because there's definitely a lack of affordable housing in Sheridan. There's long wait lists at all the affordable housing um, units, from what I'm told by our, the people that do those services. So it's really important to be able to help people where they're at. Um, and then we also offer some case management to help them along to, um, you know, what do they need to secure steady employment? What do they need to stay on that track so that they don't, you know, get in that position again? So that's what Homeless Services really focuses on up on Fifth Street. And then we also have Independent Living, which is a youth program. And it's for homeless youth and youth transitioning out of foster care. Oh, wow. So that's something that we have a staff member that works with them on, um, you know, 
getting their GED if they need to, getting their driver's license, getting all the documents they need, getting a job, learning how to budget. So um, it, it, those are all, they're kind of different facets, but they're all under that homeless services that we provide. You know, I want to thank the VOA for for that program right there, because, you know, when these kids get into the foster care system, all right, it's it's great that these individuals step up and take these kids in. But being a ward of the state is a difficult life path. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've known many, uh, even some of my friends were wards of the state. They get out of that program. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like the state sits you down, makes sure that your values are all squared away, and then sends you to college. Right. I mean, there's... It's a path full of questions. Mm-hmm. It's a path that doesn't look bright. And uh, so if you are one of these individuals and, and you're looking for a direction, down on, it, it, is it 5th Street where that program kicks off? So independent living is actually housed on Sheridan Avenue. Sheridan uh-huh. Avenue. Okay. And so we have a day center there and we have a full-time staff member that, and he's great. He does, um, works with all the kids. So if you give us a call at our main line, um, or hit us up on our website. We'll get you set up, and we'll we'll get you taken care of. So it's a really it's a really great program, and I don't know how many um, people are out there that maybe don't know about it. So thanks for letting us spread the word. Absolutely, um, you know, like I said, a lot of individuals who who've ended up being wards of the state through no choice of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the futures don't always look as bright as some other ones. So it's great to know that someone's out there helping them. Uh, Michelle, I want to thank you so much for taking time with us this morning, coming on the show and sitting with us. Thank you. Well, thank you. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Shared. Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk 930. K-R-O-B.